0: But I must warn you that somehow, in some way, there's an elevation of what you done done. Because even though you may have been pre-ordained or already ordained, somehow God is saying this is going to be a higher calling. It ain't going to be like it was. It's going to be different. And and, and it's going to try you a little bit more. But it's going to raise you up to where he wants you to be. And I understand the nature of being what God has said. So he says to us, and I'm not going to be long I might this might be my shortest servants in a long time. But Dr. Pierce is telling me to take my time now, Doc. (laughs) See, one of the things about being elevated, everybody tells you what to do. (laughs) But you gonna better walk in what Jesus is trying to tell you what to do. In second Timothy, God has given Timothy is giving that charge and, and Paul is charging him. And the scriptures was read in 2 Timothy 4. He said, I charge you therefore. And that the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, and at the appearance of his kingdom. Yes. He said, preach the word. Yes, yes. Be ready in season and out of season. Yes. But not only do you got to be ready to preach it, uh-huh. it must have an effect on things. You gotta convince them. You gotta be willing to rebuke them. You gotta exalt them. And you gotta be willing to be going through long suffering. And why? So the teaching can take effect. It ain't gonna happen overnight. You're gonna have to let God marinate that word in there. He said because and then see, see Paul says. For the time will come, and I'm going to go ahead and translate that. The time has come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires. Because they have itchy ears, and they will heap those things for themselves, and they will find teachers that want to change the word of God. They're going to find folks. They're gonna reinterpret the word of God. They're gonna find folk to make this word so fleshly that it's gonna draw them in and say that's God. Speak the truth. He says, and they will turn their ears away from the truth. Yes, yes. And they will turn aside for the lies and the failures. Yes, yes. But you be watchful in all things. Endure, because we're going to get it. All my ministers, it ain't just for our day. You better get ready to start enduring the affliction. Because we're coming against what they, against the unpopular voices that ain't of God. So you're going to have to be willing to do and withstand affliction. Uh-huh. We'll hear the beauty of it. Yeah. Do the work of the evangelist. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Fulfill your ministry. Yes. Let me put a period right here. The problem is, most folk don't know what an evangelist is. Yes. They don't even know what he's supposed to be doing. Yes. But an evangelist, signs and wonders shall follow. Yes. Come on now, come on. That's what my Bible says. That's why he said do the work of evangelist," Because the evangelist will go into the dark places and they will do signs and wonders. He didn't say do the work of the prophet. He didn't say do the work of an apostle. He didn't say do the work of a teacher. He said evangelist. Because under that gift, he changed the world. Amen. By going ye eat there yes. So, y'all can be seated. This ain't they going to take long. All right. <laughs> My sister, if I had to say something to you, I'm going to say this. There's some priorities that you must walk and talk with. you got to foolproof your ministry. So that nobody can be able to touch it and try to change it. You're going to have to, almost like we say, bulletproof things. you going to have to put it on where it don't change no matter what you encounter. Because when your ministry is given by God, God is telling you that I'm going to let you have something that I'm entrusting you with. And then it's through me that I'm going to be able to elevate. What's going on? See, we in dangerous times. See, we, we, we got people that teaching and preaching and doing things that don't even sound like the Bible no more. We got people talking about do your own thing and act your own way and this is the way God made me. See, these are the lies of man. Because God says, if I made you, If I made you yeah. Now watch what I'm about to say See if I made you All right. All right. See now that is some truth to their statement That this is the way I am But don't blame God For being the way you are See you are correct When you say this is the way I am uh-huh. But a true, Now I'm going to show you how God made you All right. A true. I'm not talking about the fake ones. On A true born again believer. According to the word, it says born again. That believer is transformed yes. by the making of God's Holy Spirit. And they are changing from what they used to be to what God is making them to be. Now, I'm not talking about the believer. I'm talking about the born-again believer. And there's a difference. There's a whole bunch of folk that believe in Jesus, but they ain't trying to do with Jesus. A born-again believer will start to walk and talk and act like what Jesus then commanded them to do. That's the danger of today. You're going to talk to a whole bunch of folk that believe in Jesus. Uh And one of their primary kind they'll the ways they'll let you know they ain't born again is they say, but I ain't Jesus. Well, Well, if I go by the word of God I'm not talking about what I think. The word says for you to become like him. Uh It didn't say keep being like you. He said a born again believer will become and strive to become like him. See, you got to start dealing with myths. See, we ain't sitting over here, we can't do this. No, if you got Jesus, you can do a whole bunch of things. Like you said in your message today, there is no limitations in Christ Jesus. I got a God of the impossible, I've got a fact. Let me show you the work of the evangelist. You looking at what the evangelist done done. Because one day I wasn't like this. But it was the work. I was the biggest sinner since sin. But that preaching life is not just in the church. Because he done gave you ministries outside the church. But that don't mean our character and conduct change. And the reason why he takes the ministry outside the church is because he wants you to reach people that need the church. Not the church building, but the church that's in you to help transform their lives from the muck and the mirror and the pain and the suffering they done have been through. You have two ministries that God has blessed you with. He didn't say leave the book at home. He said take the book with you to them. To give them. You got to have your priorities straight. You got to put people over program. So that God can be centered in everything. When we get to the point in getting back to the people. Instead of worrying about the program, we might start doing what we're supposed to That's be right. doing. But we so set on doing program and how good it looks. And program-centered churches is going to end up like the churches in Revelation. They done lost their first love. But people-centered churches is going to do whatever it takes to redeem a soul back to Christ. It ain't about schemes. It ain't about how we look. It ain't about gimmicks. Matter of fact, we keep talking about things, but social media then let the devil come out. They done put everything on there to destroy us Christians. They talk about us all the time, and they put up their little pictures, and they make their little comments, and then they don't want to do what God need them to do, and they steady saying that we don't have to do the things that the Bible tell us to do, that God can do it another way. You need to beware, but most of all, you gotta be ensuring that you stand up for the Word of God and tell them that they no longer are valid in what they're doing, and they gonna bow down. nothing wrong with programs when the program is right, but when the program is centered under Christ Jesus, then the program is going to do what it was supposed to do. The reason why he done called you out and set you apart. You are ordained to be set apart And you go forth Not with program, But with people And you do what God done called you to do I don't care what the name of the program is You do what Christ done placed you to do So in other words Whatever my program is I walk in and deal with the people Of what God done say. Gotta have priority. When he said preach the word, he didn't say preach politics. He didn't say worry about what Donald Trump doing. He didn't say none of that. He said preach the word. Because more and more Donald Trump's is on the way. More and more demons is on the way. I'm not calling him one. I'm just letting you know. You think he bad, just keep on living. There's worse coming. And you got to be able not to worry about the politics, but worry about the gospel that's going to do for you. What's wrong with the church today? God said, see, prophecy has to come true. And if it don't come true, it's false prophecy. Well, I got a God that's not false. And he said, these days was going to come. You get ready for these type of people. You may not like it, but he said the government will rule over you. But through the government, I will work. You ain't heard me talk about him, because all I do is pray for him. Because sooner or later, God going to change him. Either, get, either he changed or he'll get rid of him. It's somebody else's turn. But God is in control. There's nothing more important than the gospel. Nothing more important than the gospel. As a matter of fact, when, when Minister Hoy was reading out of 1st 2nd Timothy, I'd hope y'all caught when she said that you don't put so much value on your physicalness, All right. you put more value on your spiritualness. <laughs> What's wrong with us today is we're so busy Worrying about our physicalness That we ain't no longer trying To become spiritual no more Being a spiritual being of God Is not what we desire to be all we want to do is look good, sound good, talk good, act good, be fake good, and do whatever we can do good. But see, let me tell you something about your good. Your good can't touch the good of Jesus. And when Jesus becomes the spiritual leader of your house and your world, he will start to elevate you where good is no longer good, where his good is the standard that you live by. So, Elder. Temptation is going to come your way. And since you've got a ministry that's not in the church, but out the church, it requires a few things that you need to always do. I can speak from experience because I'm out in the streets and the highways and byways. So you don't have a pastor that sits in his office with his feet up and his thick and thin looking good. You got a pastor that's sitting out there putting on his Nikes and Air Jordan and running after the same stuff you're running after. Matter of fact, they gave us some of the works. But the work of evangelists, I'm telling you the temptation is going to come your way. One of the greatest temptations that we face today in the church is we want to quit and give up and feel like we're not doing anything. Well, I want you to know that if you can just get one, you'll get some more. If you can just get one, some more will come through the door. If you can just touch somebody, somebody else gonna come through the door. So don't you quit on God. You just buckle up your sleeves and you just raise your holy hand and you stand up and tell Jesus that I'm going to do what you done called me to do. I might not see the results right now. I might not see what they gonna do right now. But maybe five years from now hey. when they come running through the door and they can say, oh, the man is the reason why God is here. Don't you worry about now. You worry about what's in the future. Cause Jesus said, you be patient but you do the work of an evangelist. Then the signs and wonders shall happen. See, I, I, don't, I want to use them, but I don't want it to get upset with me. Because I forgot to ask to if I could use them. But I'm going to use it another way. When you're preaching the Word, you're going to have to study. Because God will change the Word to fit the environment. Yes. Yes. Without study, you're going to sound like a clanging cymbal. And you're not going to be able to penetrate the people he wants you to penetrate. See, the reason why you study is because you don't know who's going to be there when God sends you there. See most of us think we got these canned sermons And do what we want to do But if you're truly studying the word of God God is going to get you ready for an audience That you don't even know is going to be there He's going to have a pacific word For pacific people And he's going to touch their heart and mind And they're going to say get out of my business And you're going to not even know their name But it's the word of God then not only you gotta preach it, you gotta stand in faith. All right. And when we learn to stand in faith, we're able to change folks' life. Yeah. See, when faith, it becomes power, and power starts to change things. See, when the Christian, now that's mature, All right. All right. All right. All right. now that mature no longer talks, by every wind and darkness, no longer trying to buy in to what's popular and what's not. A mature Christian sits there and know that the word of God never changes. His precepts, his principles do not change. That's why when you gotta deal with somebody and they tell you, "Well, I'm living with my boyfriend and it's all right with God," you gotta tell them, "Well, that ain't what God said. God said if you're gonna live with him, put a ring on it." Come on now. I'm just talking about what the Word says. And I'm teaching you how to do what the Word says. Because we done got so far away from the Word that it done invaded the church. And it done invaded the people. And they live the way they want to live. And they think that they're going to go to heaven. Well, you might get there. I'm not here to judge. But what I can say, are you born again? Or are you just a believer? My sister, I can close with this. You already have it in you. He gifted you to do it. He had to teach me, but you are gifted with it. He had to show me, but you are gifted with it. He had to do What you can do. But like you spoke this morning. Don't you let people. Damage your gift. Don't you let folk. Try to take away. Your gift. Don't you tell. Let them come to you. And say you don't need all of that. You do. What he gifted you to do. And the greatest. Priority. And I want to thank you for bringing it here the greatest priority that you got is prayer do what he done gifted you to do do it with the boldness do it with the zeal do it with the bible take it into the communities take it into non-praying churches take it into places where they don't want to pray no more Take it to those that think they got prayer and teach them what prayer is all about when you become what God done gifted you to do. Because a praying minister is a powerful minister. A praying minister is an anointed minister. A praying minister can walk on water. A praying minister can walk and talk with Jesus. A praying minister got power yeah. deep down in their soul. A praying minister yeah. can overcome all things. A praying minister. Yeah. See, we can talk about the word, but if we ain't praying, come on, come on. we ain't got no substance. Right. See, there's a whole bunch of folk get up and preach the word, but prayer was not their priority, but a change things don't you lose it don't you let even me take it and don't you let nobody try to tell you how to do it because it's your gift and it's a life changing gift oh let me go in and elevate you it's a church changing gift amen It'll make the church jump upside down and they don't even know what was here. It's a church changing here. When they didn't even want to pray, the next thing you know, they praying because they don't know what to live. It's a Holy Spirit changing here. Can you jump over them? When you lay the foundation, when you come in here and you lay it down, there's a death Word. Yes. Proclaim the Word. Yes. Be an evangelist. Yes. But make prayer the primary, yes. the, prayer, the, 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 the the whole essence yes. of whatever God have you to do. Yes. Always pray. Yes. Paul said pray without ceasing. Yes. I keep noticing people don't know how to pray without ceasing. But if you're walking, pray. Oh, God. On, I know you didn't catch I know you didn't If you are walking, yeah. pray. Yeah. Right. You prayed without ceasing. Yeah. Right. If you're walking, pray. It's so good that you can walk down the street yeah. and God can speak to you right yeah. there. And you know what to yeah. do. because you're walking, yeah. and praying. Like Isaiah 6 said, Isaiah came and turned the throne room and he got lifted up, he said, I looked up. That's prayer. And when he looked up, he saw a prayer and a prayer bell, And they were sitting around the throne. Every time I looked up, because when you pray, you're going to be able to change things That's right. so food, food your ministry is going to have a mighty impact I thank you for your mighty impact in here but I know God to give you a mighty impact out there you got prayer power going you got women in you going you got the other one, where's my Bible? You got the other uh, one, it's around here somewhere. You got done so much. <laughs> yeah, you got a new beat going. God said, I gave it to you. Some to pass on, others for you to keep. But whatever he done gave you, you make sure prayer comes up." He said the it, And where people can't have it You just make sure That you pray And obey what I said to do yeah. When he said Give up prayer power You cried like a baby But God said It ain't yours It's mine You done done what you're yeah. supposed to do yeah. Now let others do what they yeah. need to do Just pray the works Greater work I've called you to do. Now take my ordination and let me rise you up a little bit higher. Take my ordination and let me grow your faith a little bit more. Take your ordination and walk in what I've